Hey y'all, this is Rita. Hey, this is Deandra. And you are now listening to Coffee Heels and Conversation Podcast. So grab your coffee and listen in. Hey y'all. What's up, our peoples? Welcome back to another episode. Thank y'all for being here. We appreciate it. We are going to just take care of the church announcements, which is always, what are we drinking? Um, I will go ahead and go first. I'm drinking one. I like to point out my favorite cup. I hope that it comes up on camera, but it's called, um, it ain't called nothing. It says going back to bed after this. Girl, hello. Hello. I truly appreciate this cup. It came from the church of Target. Um, Amen and amen. But <laughs> actually say in church. Oh my god, that's hilarious. You are so silly. <laughs> oh, okay. So the the coffee that I'm drinking is um caramel pecan. Um that came from the church of Walmart. And um I have my oatmeal creamer. I didn't do anything fancy today because I already drink a whole lot of coffee, so I need to keep it toned down today. Rita, what are you drinking? Um, I got this, what is the brand? It's called Don Francisco's brand. Ooh. And it's a May- Mayan coffee blend. It's cool. I just put my little um which one is it? The vanilla French vanilla or hazelnut one mm. in the creamer bro. <laughs> that you not cool. remember what creamer. I think it's hazelnut. Okay. It's, it's it's good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it's good. Make each day amazing guys. Please do. That sounds like an amazing thing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. I agree. Okay, so um, today on the podcast, we will be um, talking about microaggressions. Um, are we now? We are. We are talking about microaggressions uh, because this is something that we have both experienced on in de- in several different environments mm-hmm. on several di- on several different levels. Um, but I feel like there might be levels for microaggression, and I think maybe the levels come into like intent, where how they mean it, where they're coming mm-hmm. from, all the other yeah. stuff. I could be making that up as well, so please don't take it as the gospel because it's not. Yeah, um, we don't but know. I am quickly going to tell those who may not know tell them. the definition of microaggression. Okay, so it is a statement, action, or incident. Regarded as an instance of indirect, subtle, or unintentional discrimination against members of a marginalized group, such as racial or ethnic minority. Um, and then, let me see if the second definition, the second definition is literally the same thing, but okay. So that is the definition of microaggression. All right. So when would you say was your first, I guess, memory? Or like mm-hmm. something that you remember that may have been your first contact with somebody who not I don't know if it's somebody or just just microaggressions. Like when do you remember like experiencing a microaggression? I guess that's the question. Um, honestly, I don't know what my earliest memory of that is because I don't know. Like you don't realize until you like get older. A lot of times. Right. But what I will share one of the most vivid ones that stick in my mind. Okay. Um, is this is one like 2005-ish. Okay. And I was I like, the year and everything. Girl, yes, because I was working in a certain place. And 
Um, I was on my way to work. I didn't have a car at the time. I would, so I would like, I would walk from my house to the train station. Okay. Which is like probably like over a mile. Like it was, yeah, it was a walk, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I would walk to, cause it depends on how early, it would depend on how early I had to get to work. Um, that depends like, cause sometimes like where I lived at the time, you know, it's a ritzy neighborhood, so they don't have the buses starting <laughs> early. So if you have to go to work early, you got to take the bus. Okay. I mean, you got to walk. So I had stopped into this establishment <laughs> to get coffee. Okay. I have, but because I, because I didn't have a car at the time and I knew that day, I think it was, it had to have been either a Tuesday or Thursday because the church I was attending at the time would have Bible class on Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. So I had my backpack because I knew once I got off work, I was going straight to where my church is instead of going home, you know, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So I would I would leave with everything I needed to try the day. So I would have my backpack on. So I walk into, I'm going to just say, I walk into the 7-Eleven. That's the establishment. And I literally, to this day, refuse to go into that particular one. So I walk in and I'm like looking for whatever. I get my coffee, whatever. And... I don't think, yeah, I think I just got coffee, whatever. And I'm like going towards mine and I understand Spanish a little bit, right? Mm. So, and like the clerk kept staring me down and I'm like, what is going on, whatever. And then I heard the guys in Spanish say that she's she's watching. And I look over and she's like staring at me like I'm stealing or something like that. <laughs> like just staring me down and all this stuff like that because she assumed because of my chocolate melanated skin, that I was stealing something because I had a backpack on. I'm like, wow. man, I just, you know, whatever. So like, like, let's, I, girl, I kid you not. So it's like the nearest 7-Eleven to where my parents live. So this one time my mom went to go over there to get something. I was like, okay, I'll go with you. I'm not going into the store. Mm. So she went in. <laughs> my behind was in the car. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to patronize, but no, she was just, she was just staring me down. And I'm just like, I bought the coffee and I was just like, I am never coming. And this is before I became the person who I am today. <laughs> Cause I, today I know I would have been like, I don't know how I would have responded. That was when I was very sheepish and very shy and timid and scared. Right. This Teresa, I don't quite know how I would handle that today. Okay. I can't even I can't even pretend to give you an example of how I could handle it because I I don't know because <laughs> if you catch me if you catch me when the Holy Spirit has me versus if you mm-hmm. catch me when I'm like not here for anything I'm dead you know <laughs> but that's like one of like she was just staring me down and stuff like that and I knew that she was looking at me because she thought I was going to steal something and it's right. like girl but th- this is the other thing too because people always think that it's like white to black right. She was also a minority. Mm, yeah. yeah. So that's the other part. Some of the, that's the thing. Because some of the other examples that I'll probably share later in the episode have been with other minority groups that I've right. had to deal with stuff with. So people think, oh, it's mainly white people. No, because of white supremacy and how they t- what they tell people when people come over here. Right. It's also minority to minority. That's very true. That's a valid, a valid point. Um, I don't. What about you? Listen, I'm trying to think. When was my earliest? I know one that I always, I don't always talk about. Not like that, but I do remember. Was a few years ago. I went into a store that I 
really do love. Like, this is my store. We are friends. Um, and you know how they greet you when you come in? Like, oh, hi. You know, can I help you find anything? And I was like, no, I'm just looking. Thank you. And she said, well, you might want to stay over here where the sale is. Because, um, you know, like, that's where, that's kind of like where, where you should be. Um, and that's what she said. You might want to stay over here in the area where the sale, because this whole wall is where the sale is. And I was like, okay. And it wasn't like a suggestion of, oh, if you want to know, have any sell item here, here are sell items. It wasn't like that. It was like, literally stay here. And basically you have no money to shop afford. at the rest of the store. Right. Yeah. Cause you have no money to afford whatever else is in the thing. So I, at first I was like, maybe I'm being dramatic. So what do I do? Have to have not all the time, but have the time. But I want to make sure that I'm not being dramatic. It's called my mom. So I'm like, hey. <laughs> you like, they're like, hey, your dad. Am I tripping? Right. Am I tripping? Oh, I'm not tripping. <laughs> right. And I was just like, I said, like, maybe I'm being dramatic. Maybe I mm -hmm. misunderstood. So I call my mom and I'm like, Ma, this is what happened. Am I being dramatic? And she is like, absolutely not. Go talk to the manager. I said, oh, okay. So I walk in and I was like, may I speak to the manager? And the manager's like, yeah, sure. Like, well, the girl at the, at the counter said, yes. And I found the manager I just said um I just had a really uncomfortable interaction with your employee told her the whole story and she was like oh my god I'm so sorry here's a coupon and I actually declined the coupon and I was like no thank you um because I'm not I won't be shopping here but I just want you to know that this is how she approaches certain people because uh, what I did yeah. stay and do before I called my mom, I did stay to see if she was just trying to get the sale stuff sold because they need to get rid of it. So mm -hmm. that's what I was trying to see. So I kind of watched her interact with other customers other right after. Mm -hmm. Cause I didn't just immediately leave. I kind of was like, let me just, let me also validate yeah. if I'm being dramatic. Yeah. So I watched her, another couple came in who didn't look like me. Oh, and she took them around the store. Another um, couple mm -hmm. came in. She pointed them. They one one person did already know what they wanted, so she pointed them to what they wanted. But just a couple people came in, and it no one was showed the sales section in the way that I was. That's mm -hmm. my mom to make sure I wasn't being dramatic. That's the whole manager thing. But that was probably the first, like the one, not one, not like I said, not and not at all the first, yeah, but one that I really remember. And I was just mm -hmm. like, dang. That's crazy. Like, y'all be out here thinking people don't got no money. Yeah, it's really interesting that people just assume because of the color of your skin that you, whether or not you can afford something. Right. Or whether or not you should be shopping in a certain place. Like, it's honestly, it's annoying. It's not even about that for real, for real, though. It's just like, that's not, first of all, hush. <laughs> just treat people with respect because you don't know who is coming into your establishment. You don't know what kind of money they make. I mean, in this day and age, freaking Oprah had an experience. And she we all know she's a billionaire. Right. <laughs> right. So it's like, it's 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 really just, but it, I, I, it, it really honestly kind of like, it just, not kind of, it does. It gets under my skin. And it's very, it's just rude and disrespectful. Like, there's no need to treat me a certain way because of what you think I may or may not be able to afford. Right. You don't have to treat people like that because of their skin color. Because it's like, it's it's really, when you come down to it, it's really dumb. Because yeah. 
the only thing the only thing different about us is our culture and the color of our skin everything else inside is the same right yeah so you're really making judgments about people based on what they look like it's 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 annoying and I don't understand it but then it's yeah. like but then you can turn into a person who just don't like other people because of your experiences and I'm tr- I'll be honest I'm trying to work through that because sometimes I'm just like certain people I'm just like I don't want to do with y'all because y'all do too much <laughs> right y'all do too much but yeah I hate that I remember this one time is when we first because like I said I used to live in like a very ritzy area with my parents right and my mom doesn't usually notice stuff like this right mm-hmm but we were like, this is like, I think when we had officially like moved all our stuff and it was our first day at the new place, right? And we go to the, the grocery store. It's like a, it's like a Red Sea grocery store. It's, a, it's called Knob Hill. It's a Red Sea grocery store, whatever. And one of the clerks there, I guess, I didn't notice it, but my mom was just like, that guy has been following us the entire time we've been in the store. Oh my God literally gets behind us in line with a bottle of soda wow to buy and it's like dude like and first of all there are black people that live in that neighborhood so what is the problem (laughs) right and first of all like why are you following me in the store like we over here we just probably trying to find something like right so just kind of gets annoying it's because it's kind of like you want to you want to handle it the right way Right. And so I think that was an act of God that I didn't notice it mm-hmm. because that's when I, I that's kind of, I was transitioning out of my bad attitude. That's when I had a bad attitude and I don't, I, I did not care who you were. If I needed to check you, you would have been checked mm-hmm. and I will repent later. Like, so I'm thankful that it didn't happen and that, that I didn't notice it. But now I'm wondering, I, again, how will I handle it? Because I'm I'm the kind of person I'll turn around and be like, I'm sorry, did you do you need something? Right. Because <laughs> you're a little, especially now be like COVID. Right. I don't want you bringing Omarion over here. Not Omarion. Delta, the original, right. the OG. Back up, back up. Right. Six, 12 feet. <laughs> Get from behind me, Satan. Like, nah. Oh my goodness. I can't. And this is the thing. People think, I will say this. I live in California. I live in the Bay Area. People think, oh, California is so like, oh, they're so liberal and they're so open over there. (laughs) Mind you, I've given you at least two examples. I've lived in California my whole life. What's that tell you? Right. Yes. The reason, and I'm telling, this is what I told one of my friends who moved out here from Texas. It's like, okay, the only reason why California is blue is because of LA and the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for those areas, California would be red. I'm telling you right now. Right. So it's like, don't think that, oh, California, so, no. Mm-mm. No. Um, so what do you say that you have also fell into the trap of microaggressions with someone else? Maybe in meeting them, interacting with them. Have you experienced that? Definitely probably have. <laughs> um, I think more than likely dealing with patients at work. Mm-hmm. Like certain kinds of people, typically, from my experience, mm-hmm. will ask for discounts. 
certain class of people behave in certain ways, whatever. But like, I try to, I try to treat people with kindness and respect, but I know sometimes I'm not the best either. Right. So I think I'm, I don't, I can't think of like an actual example that I thought about, but I definitely know, like, I'll have like a thought about a certain patient or a certain mm-hmm. like oh of course they would ask for a discount or of course they would do this <laughs> oh my it's not that i don't have against i don't have anything against people asking for discounts but it's like you coming in here you got the money what are you doing <laughs> like what's happening oh but i i i know for me i am working through my own like trying not to be racist myself against certain races of people or a certain right. race of people because I'm tired of certain people getting away with stuff. Right. Like just last night I was watching this. I watched sometimes I watch the videos from the Young Turks, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were showing how like this one white woman was, you know, anti-masking and going off on the plane. Mm-hmm. And even the guy who was who was reporting on it was you see how and they like they did not, you know, they, they didn't deal with her the way they would have dealt with the black person, just be honest, or a person right. or a person of color. Right. And just knowing that like I wouldn't get that same treatment. Right. And she was just like, you can tell she was also drunk, but it was just <laughs> like she was just like it, they let it go on too long. Had it been a person that looked like me, right. Hands would have been thrown immediately. Yeah. You know, so just seeing that kind of makes you feel like, you know what, I'm cool. <laughs> cool. So I'm working through, you know what, I'm cool. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't. Um, I feel like I'm I'm working through that as well. Um, I don't really know if I've, I don't know if I've done the whole microaggression thing towards somebody else. I try not to. Um because it happens with me so often so I really Mm -hmm. try not to be like like you know if they say they're from a certain place like oh so like do you just like you know like even with you being from California so do you like just choose to eat vegan because people's thoughts of California is more like they're just so healthy there's nowhere to get a a burger from you know what I mean oh you don't want to like (laughs) you know you don't so I, I, and I actually don't even know if that counts as microaggression because that has nothing to do with your race. That's literally where you live. So I don't really know if that's a good example. But um, yeah, I think it's sometimes just our thoughts. Because like, like I said, like I've treated people with kindness and respect. I try to no matter what. Yeah. I'll just have a thought in my head. But it's like in terms of an action, I'm like, I'm pretty cool with everybody. Even right. though everybody ain't cool with me. <laughs> right. Um. I'm trying to think. So one thing about microaggressions that I think not, 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 hold on. One thing about microaggressions is they can end up being kind of damaging to the person that is experiencing them. Very much. Because, especially in the workplace, because if they, if the work environment believes that this person should be, is this type of way, without that person getting the chance to, or even the opportunity to just be themselves, um, it, it can, the one, damage how you feel about the job, your mm-hmm. work, how your work is perceived. Yeah. Um, I know, like, being one of the few um, women of color on my Girl. job, mm-hmm. 
I I try very hard against the angry black woman situation, girl. Even though, <laughs> even though things are done that will make me angry, like I have mm-hmm. to work ten times harder to not even show that I'm upset. Facts. Because mm-hmm. when I do, they're all like, "Oh my gosh, she's gonna! Oh my gosh, she's gonna yell! Oh my gosh, she's gonna hit us! Oh my, you know what I mean?" And it's like, okay, like we're being dramatic we can calm down. Um, even like with one of my recent situations at, at work, I was upset and I was, and I was just like, <sighs> and one of my coworkers was like, what's wrong? You okay? And I was like, oh yeah, girl, I'm fine. Lying. Cause I was, I was heated, but I was like, well, one thing I don't need you to do is to go back there and tell them that I'm upset because for some odd reason, now we're going to change the world because, because D'Angelo's mad. Let's just girl. move some things around so she won't be angry. If not, no, so that's like one of the. I can tell that that's a thought in their head. It has not been said to me, but I can honestly mm-hmm. see through actions, through anything that I'm like, okay, so now I'm fighting against this, and I don't even like again. I don't know if that's a microaggression or that's also. I don't know if microaggression and stereotype is that's like they they cousins, because yeah, my man. I feel like it is a microaggression but also it is a stereotype that like when I just angry so that's something well, that I feel like I experienced at work yeah I just girl it's it's such a thing because it's like as a black person as a black woman people don't understand how much we go through internally in our minds when something happens mm-hmm and how we're like, okay, I don't want to, we have all these inner self-filters that we're like, okay, I don't want to come up with the angry black woman. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to be what they think. I don't, you know, we we go through all this stuff in our head. So it just makes me feel like validated and seeing that I ain't the only one out here going through this. <laughs> Although I do have like other coworkers of color that like some black girls do. Right. That like be filling me with stuff, but it's just like, it's, people don't understand. And I remember this one time, this is like in the, the thick of like 2020, Mm-hmm. when all the things that was happening was happening mm-hmm. and I come into work and my manager she she's a person of color she was like I came in and I was just like it was it was hard to be at work sometimes just because mm-hmm. like you're dealing with all this emotion. you're in a pandemic right you're dealing with all this emotional stuff that you're, you're this trauma that is being televised over and over again because it keeps happening right and I got to a point where it was just like, I, I, I was just so full of right. like it. And so I come into work one day and she goes, Hey, how are you? I was like, I'm okay. And she was like, what's going on? Right. And I was just honest with her. I was just like, cause I knew, you know, I know that she's a person of color. So I kind of felt like she would get it because she also is, cool with like some of my other coworkers who were black so it's like okay maybe she'll get it whatever and she did it because I was just like I'm just tired mm-hmm. I'm just tired of all the stuff that's happening and I just feel like you know because a lot of a lot of companies especially a small business ain't going to do all that but a lot of companies would like do all this stuff and nobody and that's the thing I was feeling like nobody is asking any of their black co-workers are you guys okay how can I be able to support like I had one of them do that which was nice but most of them were just like the bosses were just like not even acknowledging anything was happening and it was just pissing me off to to be frank 
Mm-hmm. And so I'm telling her that and she goes, girl, she goes, no, I get it. I am very angry as well. And she's like, you have to think about coming here as a way to escape that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it was just like, it was nice to be able to like, okay, I can actually talk to at least the man- the office manager and say, hey, this is what I'm feeling or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was helpful, but it, it's hard because it's like, I don't think people understand that it is important to show some kind of support to your your workers mm-hmm. when things are happening to people who look like them. I don't think that they even think right. of that, which I think is a problem because, mm-hmm. you know, people say, oh, leave your work at work, leave your home at home. And you do that. But when things are continuing to happen, it's hard to have that separation. Right. And so as an employer, you should be like, okay, what can we do to show authentic, not know the stuff that they was doing about, oh, well, I'll step down from this role of this animated character because it should be, because it is a Black character. It should be voiced by a Black person. Nobody asks for that. <laughs> what we ask for is reform. We ask for police to be fired and right. convicted when they murder somebody. That's what we're asking for. I don't give a crap about Edge Mama being on the bottle. I don't care. That's not what I'm asking for. So that's the other stuff that was pissing me off. It's like, you are giving me everything except for what I'm asking for. Right. Right. So it's oh, just like, man. but having like, and I'm not saying those people weren't authentic in what they did. It was just like, it was kind of like, oh, let's play K8. felt like, let's play K8. You don't. And I'm the, I'm really not the one. Don't play in my face. Because mm-hmm. like I like to say, I'm not the one, the two or the three. Don't play in my face. Mm-hmm. You were playing in our faces. And I'm like, we see what you're doing. That's not what we're asking for. Right. We can see through the smoke and mirrors that you're putting up. So what if, it would have been very nice to like have them. I don't know how what, what it could have been. But to even just to come and say, how are you guys doing? I know it's a lot going on this year. Are you guys okay? Even not... Let's let's just break it down. Race aside, the pandemic. Right. That's how we're freaking doing. <laughs> that didn't even happen. So it's just like there's no thought of mm-hmm. you are de- you are leading people. So there should be a thought. Okay, these people need to be in good spirit to work here. Right. You should want your employees to be happy. We should want your employees to feel like they're care- cared for. That was an opportunity that was definitely missed. Yeah, for sure. My my job. Um, I think in the actually in the height of the pandemic, I was working at a different job, so my experience was completely different than my experience now. Um, is that's a lot to unpack? So, speaking of the workplace, are do you have examples? That of microaggressions that has happened to you uh, that you have experienced in the workplace. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Please share. Um, one of them happened what a couple months ago. Girl, girl, girl. <laughs> when I tell you I was pissed, I was. Oh pissed. Lord, I don't think I'm um, ready. Let me hold on. Oh no, no. So no, it was just a situation. So um, okay. So one of the one of my coworkers was on. Was she still in maternity leave? I think she was. So I was opening the office um, in her place, whatever. So 
whenever a patient has a surgery schedule, they have to have a deposit on file. If okay. not, they need to be taken off the schedule, pretty much the, the rule. So it's the first patient and I'm just like, where are they? So I call. So I guess basically they told their dentist, because we're a referral-based practice, so like dentists will refer patients over to us. Mm-hmm. So I guess the patient's family called the dentist to say, oh, we're not going to do the surgery, but they didn't call us. Mm. So I told my, that one of the assistants who then told the doctor and I had to talk, tell the doctor about it. And he's going in on me. Mm. Mind you, I'm not the one who did this. I'm not the one who made the mistake. I'm not the one who made the error. I'm not, I'm just the messenger. Right. But he proceeds to verbally shoot me pretty much. Oh, wow. And he's going like, you guys aren't following protocol, like going in on me. And I'm just like, I'm not yelling at you. I said, it seems like you are. <laughs> it seems like you are. And he just keeps going in and I'm going to talk to the manager. I'm going to do this. And, you know, things are, I said, I don't, basically it was like, I didn't say this exactly, but it's like, I don't think it's fair that you're saying that we're not following protocol when more often than not, we are. Right. You know, so I said something to that effect, whatever. Because one thing about me now is I'm thankful that I will stand up for myself. Mm-hmm. So for me to even tell him when he said, well, I'm not yelling at you. I'm like, it seems like you are. That was me saying, hey, no. Nah. Right. It's not the first time. And this is the thing. This isn't the first time that the way he talks to me has been brought up Sam either. Mm-hmm. So he keeps going in and I literally... I, so I, we get done with the conversation. I talk to my girls, the assistants, and we're talking about it. And you know how sometimes it takes a minute for like what happened to hit you. Mm-hmm. So I go back to trying to finish opening the office and I almost start crying. Mm-hmm. Like I can feel the tears rolling up because I am, this is the thing. When a person is crying, don't assume that they're sad. Right. If, because I was crying because I was so angry. Mm-hmm. I literally had to stop what I was like. Somebody came in and wanted me to take their temperature. I was like, I can't. Can you just take your t- or the employee? Someone, like, please just take your temperature because I'm just like, uh. <laughs> and she could tell I was bothered. I was like, yeah, whatever. Girl, I go to my desk real quick. I t- like, um, I wonder that was what I said. Like, the friendship episode, I said that, like, we, me and my inner circle have a group chat. Mm-hmm. Girl, I. Texted them and I said some words that, you know, as a Christian, I maybe shouldn't say. I was like, pray for me because I'm about to walk the F about this office. Lord. Because I literally thought about leaving when I was going right there and walking out. Because mm-hmm. for one, I'm, again, I'm not the one. But the reason why I bring this up is because the coworker who made this error was white mm-hmm. do you think that he talked to her at all about it no not at all so my manager got in I told her what happened and I told her how I thought about I was I was I almost walked out and she goes, I'm going to tell him that mm-hmm. and so she, he talks to her about it luckily I'm glad I was and that's the thing she would have come to me anyway I talked to her about it before he got to her or whatever mm-hmm. and so she told him that whatever do you know what he did instead of apologizing to me what? He acted like I wasn't there the rest of the day. Oh, wow. So, mind you, you know that you're wrong. Right. 
you're not going to dare give the same energy that you gave to me to the person that did it. Right. And this is the thing, because this, and this is the other thing that me and the other girls have talked about. We have noticed, and they've been told, so I can say this on air, that the women of color in the, where, where I work are treated very differently than the white women in the office. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessary. Like, I work my butt off. Right. Work my butt off. And I don't need anybody yelling at me, raising their voice at me, nothing. That's, first of all, on, on a personal, for real, on a personal level, it's a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. But then even on, like, we are, we are working together. There's no need to talk to me in that way. Right. You know, and I knew that he wasn't going to give her that same energy that he gave me. He didn't even talk about it to her. Had wow. the manager, had the man, my manager talk to her. Wow. Whatever. And so it's just like, and things like that have happened a lot. And I'm, bro, I'm going to be so honest with you. I am saved, sanctified, all that, baptized, all that, bro. Right? Because I don't have the energy to be fake I barely said anything to him for like a month or two because I was just like I was livid wow because number one you don't yell at me number two give that energy to the person that did it but Mm. I know you're not going to do that because she looks like you because he's a white man wow maybe that was an aggression but that would that's an example I have of like just and even there's another situation where um one she's no longer with the office but like like, the way that she's but she was white the way they the way that she would talk to patients would be very condescending Mm -hmm. but if i were to say some of the things that she said i'm the one that i'm the one that gets taken off the phones Mm. and could not be on the phones almost for like nine months i was not allowed to answer the phone wow but this woman would consistently have people upset with her because of the way that she was talking to them. Mm-hmm. But because she's white with long blonde hair, she never got in trouble for the way that she talked to patients. Or at least it seemed like that. Right. And she was, we were told to, oh, you should be like her. No, she's condescending. Wow. But me and my other coworker got taken off the phones and it's like, we're both people of color. I'm like, mm-hmm. You gonna take this girl off the phone? So right. it's just stuff like that. What about you, girl? Girl, that's a lot. Um, I don't know if the example that I'm about to share is a microaggression or just inconsiderateness. Um, <clears throat> or maybe just not being taken seriously. I don't know. Basically, I had a patient scream at me. Um, and the patient was a white male. Um, and while that's not really fully important, it is important because of the way that he screamed at me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was his error that was made with um, the timing of his appointment. The office has a very strict policy on either being late, calling and advising anyone in the office that you are going to be late. Any, th- It's just a very strict policy because the doctors have so many patients in one mm-hmm. um, session Girl, they yeah. can't really be so lenient with that policy. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, and then sometimes there are very special um, circumstances. Like for for example, like if you are an emergency room patient, you have to be seen. 
Um, yeah. While at the same time, they do advise you that we need you to be here at a certain time. Um, but if you have a broken bone, they're not going to be like, well, sorry, you're late. But yeah. if it's a simple follow-up, something that is not dire, something that you can wait a few days for, they will just go ahead and be like, just go ahead and reschedule them. So long story short, this patient came in. It was a very busy morning. This patient came in um, a good 45 minutes late for their appointment. Um, yes, ma'am, 45 minutes mm. late. Um, and I, I did... I, even though I knew the answer, I did have the courtesy to just be like, hold on one second, let me just ask. That courtesy ask? I right, like the that. courtesy ask. Even mm -hmm. though even though I knew the answer was going to be no. Yeah. Because I, I read the appointment notes, I knew that it wasn't nothing that needed to be seen at this moment, at this day, at this hour. I asked, they said what I, what I thought they were going to say, which was no. Yeah. And I told, told very kindly, was like, I'm, I really apologize, but unfortunately, we're going to have to go ahead and reschedule your appointment. And when I say that this man went clean off, mm. at this point, now we're not talking about, when, I'm not saying that I would have felt differently if it was just us in the office, just me and him. I, no. There was a room full of patients that were on time for their appointment a line of patients that were waiting to be checked in by me. And then just, I think maybe one or two other coworkers and some, or like another, um, we share the office with another doctor. So like their mm -hmm. patients as well. And this man, I mean, finger out in my face, mm -hmm. full on yelling about how, you know, I'm dumb. I don't know what I'm talking about this is stupid, you know, whatever, whatever going on about however he wants to go on. And then he leaves. So then he comes back and proceeds to continue yelling. Who has the energy, Monica? Child. <laughs> Who, right. Who has the energy? So Ooh, I just sat there and I was like, I said, sir, like I said, I do apologize, but I can't, I'm, my hands are tied. I even went and asked, even though I knew the answer was no. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, I don't know if that was a, a if it was a microaggression at all. But what made it worse for me was when I finally got all the other patients checked in. I go to like talk to my coworker about it. I'm like, I just like because that, that kind of like in a way kind of made me feel like step away. Like, wow, like, first of all, I'm not your child, so yeah. So I'm like that guy just like completely, you know, like yelled at me in front of the entire waiting room, and I was like, and it was really disrespectful. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, that's how these patients are. Excuse me? Because if that was you, this would have been a meeting with somebody. This would have been, it would have been something. Like, yeah. there would have been something else besides, oh, that's how these patients are. At that point, I was like, well, I'm just going to keep my my worries and my complaints to myself. To myself, yeah. Because they're not even considered. But it was just like, even the reaction after that. Like, I think I, I did have one cork that was like, I'm, I'm really sorry. Like, that was, uh, that That's was dope. fine. Yeah. But, um, I mean, but one, on, on one end, I do understand that they can't do anything. You can't make somebody just start But there yelling. should but be a level. A little bit of yeah. compassion. A, a little bit of validation. Do, do you need a break real quick? Because that was a lot to deal with. Like, yeah. because no one, I, I even, if, even if I felt like I needed a break, I would just have to go to the bathroom and just let the line because nobody's going to jump in the big, let me go ahead and do this real quick so you can take a moment. Yeah. Because that was a lot. 
Yeah. So, um, like I said, the whole situation, I don't know if it was a microaggression, but it was something that felt really like, I do feel like there was a different woman at that desk. I don't think she would have been yelled at like that. I don't think Oh, no, that, of course not. Because yeah. a microaggression could be that person who yelled at you. Right. Versus, you know what I'm saying? Like, because he was, I'm telling you, when I tell you, COVID has made people worse. Um, but it's so unnecessary like people just do very unnecessary things and because a lot of people they may not realize it but they kind of somehow know that if I do this to this person it's not going to matter but if I do it to a person that looks like me right oh I would never or I would get in big trouble like he would have gotten bet you he would have gotten called to the side whatever had it been Oh, another white person. Let's right. just be real about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I, I do agree with what you said. Like, I feel like COVID has made people Girl. a lot worse than what they were. Nobody, and while, while we're like, you know, I'm not going to fake it with you. They're not either. People who have certain, like, thoughts about people of other races, not just us. Like, just people who are already have um stereotypes in the head they're not hiding that they will that's how they feel but this is my thing this is the thing that I feel like people do on social media a lot is like put all their thoughts out there nobody needs to know right I don't need to know that you don't like me because I'm black (laughs) I don't actually care because I don't know you from Adam Eve or Steve right like you liking me does not do anything for who I am as a person Mm You treating me with respect is actually what you need to do because I'm a human being at the end of the day. Right. So you, no, it's just too much to me. It's like, okay, yeah, you don't have to share that you hate me because I'm black. You don't have to disrespectful. People are disrespectful as I don't know what. <laughs> and these shoes, I remember this one time, girl, oh my gosh, this is gonna, this is crazy. So this one time, I'm at the pharmacy picking up my prescription, right? And she's like, and this is like, I, I'm telling you, this stuff happens before I am who I am, right? Because now I'm like, I'm like, I probably would have been like, excuse me. Right. So she proceeds, she proceeds to be like, oh, can I touch your skin? Oh, your skin's so pretty, even though it's dark. What? And she wasn't white, baby. Not even though it was dark. Girl. And that's the, this is the thing. Why don't, so, wait, it, can, it, can, we, can we pause for a moment? Can y'all stop? We're not pets. Please stop. I, and I don't care who. Don't touch who, my hair. Don't touch my hair, my skin. My, like, and I'm not saying that in a way, like if, if we're cool and you're like, okay, I see your nails. Sure. Yes. But I'm talking about straight up strangers. Strangers. Oh, I don't your hair's so pretty. You. Can I touch it? No. Did we not learn Do in I kindergarten that you, that you see with your eyes? And not your not hands. Not your hands. Sorry, I had to interrupt out. No, because no, 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 no. Because that's the that's the other thing. Don't just be touching my hair. Like, do not like. I let some people touch my hair, but the, the, there's people that I have taught. Ask me first. Don't just be all up in my head. But what like, my head is right for? here. But what are you touching it? For? And I and I've and honestly I've asked this question. I'm asking mm-hmm. this question now, but I have literally asked somebody who asked me, can I touch your hair? I said, why? I should start asking, like, why do you want to touch it? I was like, I said, now, I said, you touching it does what? 
And the answer that I got was, oh, because it's just so cool. I said, but it's cool if you look at it too. It's not cool if you touch it. It's just so soft. You don't know that. From all the juices and berries, baby. <laughs> anyway, that's a, a whole tangent. <laughs> but no, but that's real. Like, And it's so funny because, like, okay, so there's this thing that the Holy Spirit has done that's amazing in me because the old Jewish will pop off in a second. So... It's amazing that I've come to the point that I had come to the point where it's like, but I started to freeze. Now I'm fully during that. I don't, I'm more than like, I would have been like, no, you cannot touch my skin. Right. No. I have two legs, not four. <laughs> the hell? Also, no. people be out here such as people pet. Don't, you would ask before, before you pet the, pet the dog. But you just, I'm a person. I can like, it's you back and you just gonna touch me. It's, it's lost on people. I don't understand this obsession. I don't, I don't like it. Do not touch me. And I'm thankful for COVID because I'm like, COVID, I will even, quickly. Even without COVID. Even without COVID, don't touch me because I don't know you. I don't want people to touch me like that. Only people who know me can touch me. You don't know me, don't touch me. <laughs> I don't know you. I've never seen you in my life. And you could have given me. You, you could have given me rabies. Do not touch me. Not rabies, and I will never see you again. Like that's uh, ever. Anyway, because this can go so Girl, many different ways. But it's but that's the thing. It's real. People just need to respect people's space. Right. Like, and I don't think people. Before you move on, I don't think people think about. How would I want to be handled if I was the, on the receiving end of what I'm about to do? Right. How would I want to be treated in that moment? Would I want somebody grabbing my skin? Would I want somebody grabbing my hair? Right. More than likely not. Because I don't go to white people or people, other people of color and be like, oh, let me play. Now, if you're my friend, I'll play in your hair because you're my friend and your hair looks good and I'm playing in it. But we have that rapport. You don't, right. you've never seen me in your life. Right. If you're a person that I have never seen in my life, I'm going to be like, oh, her hair is pretty. I'm not going to sit there. Oh, my gosh. Right. I don't know where the common courtesy, and maybe we was just raised different. I don't know. I don't understand it. And this is my thing. If there's something that you want to know, you just ask me a question. You ain't going to touch me. And also, um, one last thing. These backhanded compliments are not compliments. They're insults. Oh my goodness. Krista, tell me my skin is pretty even though it's dark. It's like saying, oh, you're pretty for a black girl. What? Right. No. Why right. can't my skin just be beautiful? Right. Period. Exactly. Why can't I be pretty? Period. Exactly. Exactly. And I think um, to kind of round it out, is there a way to, com to combat microaggressions? Like, because we, I, I think that we keep saying education or ask a question or what, but like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm genuinely asking, is there a way to like, kind of be like, okay, can we put I don't know. This? Because I had a situation where I had a coworker that asked me, she's white. I had a coworker that asked me and my other coworker who was also black, how to pick, how to grow cotton. That wasn't a microaggression and racism. Well, no, 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 no. But let me, let me. No, but I, I hope she don't think that somewhere. she was trying to be a micro. I hope she wasn't trying to be like this. I'm just asking. 
what you think she did girl come on now no but anyway ma'am. but no but this is let me get to the point though it's not okay i'm sorry i that that is feel some way i'm sorry in I'm that sorry. moment that's the thing in that moment i did not feel like educating her because you know what we are in the world of information if there is something you want to know there is the search engine there's several search engines there's google there's DuckDuckGo. There's Ask.com. There's all kinds of engines you can go and search. Right. So I am actually at the point where I do not feel like educating anyone on anything unless you want to know about Jesus. <laughs> like, okay. and that's the thing, because a lot of Black people are in this situation where like, I don't have the energy. I don't feel like educating you. There is right. no excuse Mostly everybody has a smartphone. Mostly everybody has a computer. Why can't you go search it? You want to know how to grow cotton? Search it. Don't ask two black people. Okay, so, all right, anyway. (laughs) So I don't know what the answer is, girl. I don't know. I, I just think collectively we need to one and i was gonna say think before we speak but the thing is sometimes they do and they still speak so i think that we need to dissect before we like think and dissect like really logically think about this before you put yourself or just kind of think about like like you said put yourself in that Mm -hmm. in on the opposite end and be okay how would i feel if this was asked to me and also just think about who you're talking to like I don't know you number one Mm -hmm. so if I ask this question without knowing you how does this how does this come off I mean I don't know if we if we had if we had these answers um we wouldn't be in this situation we wouldn't be in this situation wait can I talk about one more thing though so what about microaggressions in the church okay what about them so I remember in the height of the pandemic right um I was, you know, I'm going to say what I'm going to say on social media, right? I don't get, I believe me, I do not give every single thought I have or every single opinion. Like there's a lot that I have actually like been silent on because I don't desire to have the conversation. Like people, I mean, now they're going to know because I'm saying it. People don't even know that I'm vaccinated. Mm -hmm. I didn't put my card up and do all this stuff because I'm not trying to have that conversation because I don't. Your decision is your decision. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But of course, the one the, the the thing that I did speak up a lot about on was the racism that was happening, right? Or that is continuing to happen. It's not like it stopped or not like it never ha- was happening. Mm-hmm. So one time I put this status up and I said, you know, when people first sorry, can you hear that? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, because people upstairs. Um so I put this set us up and I was just like, you know, the first thing Sidebar, people... we are at 50 minutes. I just want you to know. That's fine, girl. <laughs> um, we almost done. Um, but I, I really feel like this is important for real. Um, so like I put this set us up that was basically saying, like, you know, the first thing that people see is that I'm black. They don't see that I'm a Christian, they don't see anything else, they don't see anything else, they just see that I'm a black person, woman, right? Mm-hmm. So a woman. Um, I guess did not like that and proceeded to message me 
and she's, you know, somebody I know through church and stuff like that. And I had another woman message me over some things that I shared. And it's just like, instead of, because they try to be like, oh, well, you know, you have to get people, give people a chance. I'm like, people need to give me a chance. Right. Because I have had people mistreat me because of my skin color. Right. I, I was baptized at 10 years old. Okay. I've been in this game for a long time. Right. Right. So it's like, these are p- people who all they see is, is they don't, the fact that I'm a Christian doesn't even come into account when they, when they treat me. They're not giving me a chance, but I'm supposed to give people a chance to treat me wrong. But what? But she was just like, oh, well, you know, you should give people a chance. And I was like, um, I've had, and I went through the situations where I've had this happen. I've had this happen. I have this happen. They did not give me a chance. Right. And then this other woman, well, you know, because I was talking about like, you know, there needs to be justice for certain things. And she's like, well, you know, where's, you know, Christ will bring justice. And I get that, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't want it now. Right. So kind of being basically attacked in my DMs on the Facebook because I'm making a stand about something. Mm-hmm. That to me is a microaggression from a Christian because it's like, why are you deciding that what I'm saying is against you because it makes your white skin uncomfortable? Right. No, racism is a sin and it is an evil. I honestly think it's demonic to be real about it. I'm serious, like I really think that, but it's like, we can't act like, because, because a lot of our white brothers and sisters in the faith may not experience it, you should not be discounting the experiences of your brothers and sisters in Christ of color. Mm-hmm. I walk through life differently. And if mm-hmm. this episode hasn't shown you the different mental gymnastics that we have to do mm-hmm. because of the sin of racism, come on, people. Right. You shouldn't discount it just because, oh, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not racist. Well, then prove it by being an ally. Right. Don't undermine or don't come at me saying, oh, well, you shouldn't care that much about it. Because that's pretty much what, what I was told, right. that I shouldn't care that much because I'm a Christian first. Man, people don't look my Christianity is not a skin color. It is, a, it is a lifestyle. Right. So when I am out there outside of this apartment, they are seeing a black woman. They have no idea I'm a Christian until I speak or act, whatever. Right. I have had people follow me in stores. They don't know that I'm a Christian. My right. Christianity never came into account. I've been I've I've left places because I was not served. They serve people behind me, but did not serve me. Mm-hmm. My skin color is the first thing people see. Right. So I need I need Christians, especially Christians who are white or other Christians of color, to understand that this is a part of the things that Black Christians go through and mm-hmm. other Christians of color go through. But I'm I'm sorry, I had to just say that. And if I you're offended, you. I'm sorry for you. I got you. Um, I think that we're going to leave that right there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Please definitely interact with this episode um, on YouTube, on Instagram, on all of our uh, podcast streaming platforms. Let us know your experience and your thoughts, 
you know, because um, we definitely want to have some conversations around our podcast and what we talk about on the podcast. So definitely hit us up. Um, you can hit me up at Deandra.Monique on Instagram, the podcast at Coffee Hills Convo Pod on Instagram. Read the you can hit me at re the author on Instagram. That's R E A T H A A U T H O R, and visit our website chcpod.com. And please, you see us, right? Subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. <laughs> Thank you. We are on the YouTube, and we will mm. talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.